Welcome to another episode of the Faith Factor Podcast. I am your host, Bishop K. Grace and peace. Today I want to come from Mark chapter 4 verses 35 through 41. And it reads on that day when evening had come, he said to them, let's go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And the other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this, even the wind and the sea obey him. My friends, today I just want to talk today about Jesus, the master of the storm. One of the things we want to ask is when did this event take place? And Mark 4.35 defines the time as the same day when the evening had come. And it was in the evening or late afternoon on which the Lord had spoken from the boat of one of his disciples and given the parable of the sower and others associated with it. He and his followers then set out from the neighborhood of Capernaum to cross the Lake of Galilee to its eastern shore. Now Matthew and Luke connected with many other incidents because they do not follow chronological order as does Mark. Thus, Matthew places the crossing immediately before the account of the three men who wanted to become his followers and Luke after the incident of Jesus' relative coming to see him. The Lord must have been physically exhausted after teaching all day. Therefore, as soon as they set sail, he went back to the back part of the ship and fell asleep. Because of his humanity, he also needed sleep after a day of hard work. Understand that he did not take time to change his clothes. The disciples took him even as he was on the ship and apparently they found a pillow and he went right to sleep on it and then you ask a question why did this storm arise why did this storm arise well it was said by Jesus let us pass over onto the other side and his disciples readily obeyed him storms arise not only as a consequence of our sin beloved but also as a result of our obedience. Such tribulation produces glory rather than shame as Romans 8.17 clearly states, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Christ also shared in the same storm as his disciples. 
For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmity, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin, according to Hebrews 4, 15. If we suffer for obeying Christ, he will be right there with us in the midst of the storm. Isn't that all right? And then another question you may ask is, okay, was this storm unexpected? Well, as they departed in the calm of the evening because the Sea of Galilee is surrounded by the Golan Heights and other hills, sudden winds can arise producing great waves. Certainly they had known it was going to be so rough, they would have waited until the storm was over before crossing. When the storm did arise, the disciples tried to battle the storm with their own human skill. They expected Jesus to help them before they requested his assistance. But his greatest demonstrations of power often occur when he delays in intervening. For example, when he heard that his friend Lazarus was sick, he waited until he died so that even greater miracle could be performed, raising him from the dead. In this instance, the Lord continued to sleep in order that they may see his complete power over the forces of nature. Beloved, very few people will acknowledge that they are not sufficient in themselves to handle storms in their lives. To absolve themselves, they do not hesitate to blame the indifference of others as the causes of their suffering. How the Lord must have hurt when his disciples said to him, Master or teacher, carest thou not that we perish? They should have said, Lord, help us, for we cannot help ourselves. When they did come to this point, then the Lord was readily to calm the storm. And I want you to understand, too, Jesus demonstrated his deity. He demonstrated his deity. The Bible says that first Jesus awoke. And it indicated the shock of waking suddenly from sleep. He did not at first chide his disciples for being terrified. Instead, he rebuked the wind and calmed the sea. There was no mistaking that the storm stopped in response to his command. Then he addressed the disciples with the question, Why are you so fearful, timid? How is it that you have no faith? He was referring to their fear of the storm. It was after Jesus had calmed the waves that they became afraid exceedingly. Instead of being reassured and thanking Jesus, they began discussing with each other, what man of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? They suddenly had a glimpse of the deity of Christ and that in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead body. And by Jesus being the master of the storm, he is master over nature. He is master over everything. So when storms arise in your life, trust him. Allow him to calm your storms because his word said that he would not put more on you than you can bear. Let me pray for you, my friends. Father God, I come right now in the name of Jesus, God, giving you honor, giving you glory. And God, I know that we are in the midst of hurricane season. 
and God, whether physical or spiritual or emotional, financial, storms may arise, God. Oh, Father, it is you who is the master of the storms. And God, we thank you right now that it's all by your word, God, that you speak peace, be still. And God, I ask right now, God, that you will bless my friends today. If they are encountering any storm of any kind, God, Father God, give them a faith that will not shrink, God, so that they will believe that the storm will pass over according to your word. And God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. God, give us a faith that will not shrink. God, I ask that you will bless my friends today, God. Father, bless their families. God, protect them from all seen and unseen danger. And Lord, we just glorify your name because you are worthy and worthy to be praised. Lord, I ask that you will bless the sick and the shut-in, God. Father, for those who have lost loved ones, God. Father God, give them comfort, give them peace. God, we just thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you are doing. And God, by faith, we thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, listen, my friends, that is my time. And again, thank you for joining me on this episode of the Faith Factor Podcast. God loves you. I do too. Remember to live hard, to love hard, and to laugh hard. Bye now.